Welcome to Time of Restoration Broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. What are you hearing? What are you listening to? Who is talking into your ear? Who, who is speaking things into your ear? Faith cometh by hearing, but only by hearing the word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in this day. We thank God that this is a day that he's given us the opportunity to worship him, to magnify his name, to give him thanks in and through all things and not necessarily for everything, but in the midst of chaos, in the midst of trouble, we're able to say, thank you, Lord. In the midst of pain, whatever, we're able to say, thank you, Lord. What a blessing. What a blessing. We are yet in the land of the living, and because we are, God yet has purpose for our lives. And I believe as long as we have life, we have purpose, and we want to fulfill the purpose that God has in our lives. And I know the scripture says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So it looks like only the, the redeemed are the ones that can bless him. So we can bless him with the fruit of our lips. Hallelujah. We can bless his name. We can exalt his name. We can glorify his name. We can give him thanks. And we can also cast all of our cares on him. We can also request through prayer and supplication. We can stand on his promises because the Bible says his promises are yea and amen in Christ Jesus. So we just can, you know, God is just good. And this is an opportunity that we have. Last week as I was reading Psalms 37, the Lord gave me and dropped in my spirit the Psalms to read and to open up on this week. He told me to read Psalm 73 because it reflected to how ASAP was concerned about the, the prosper, prosperity of the wicked. And it really bothered him, you know, until he went into the house of God and he his foot almost slipped. You know, he almost slipped. You know, and there are people today that are looking at the world and how they're prospering. There are Christians that love God and serving him, but yet they're operating in poverty. And yet the world is prospering in that wickedness. And they're looking, and that, that feet can almost slip and wondering, well, how come they're making it so well? And we're over here loving God, serving him, and yet are in lack and suffering. So I'm going to read this Psalms to you and hopefully it will encourage your heart not to focus on the prosperity of the wicked, 
But put your trust in God. Lean not on your own understanding, but continue to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor will not be in vain and your trust will not be in vain. Psalm 73, I'm going to read it in the the New Living Translation. And this is a psalm of Asaph. Uh, Asaph was one of the leaders of David's Levitical choir members. So he says, Truly God is good to Israel, to those whose hearts are pure. But as for me, I almost lost my footing. My feet were slipping and I was almost gone. For I envied the proud. When I saw them prosper, despite their wickedness, they seem to live such painless lives. Their bodies are so healthy and strong. They don't have troubles like other people. They are not plagued with problems like everyone else. They wear pride like a jewel necklace and clothe themselves with cruelty. These fat cats have everything their hearts could ever wish for. They scoff and speak only evil in their pride. They seek to crush others. They boast against the very heavens and their words strut throughout the earth. And so the people are dismayed and confused Drinking in all their words. What does God know? They ask. Does the Most High even know what's happening? Look at these wicked people enjoying a life of ease while their riches multiply. Did I keep my heart pure for nothing? Did I keep myself innocent for no reason? I got nothing but trouble all day long. Every morning brings me pain. If I had really spoken this way to others, I would have been a traitor to your people. So I tried to understand why the wicked prospered. But what a difficult task it is. Then I went into your sanctuary, O God, and I finally understood the destiny of the wicked. Truly, you put them on a slippery path and send them sliding over the cliff to destruction. In an instant, they are destroyed, completely swept away by terrors. When you arise, O Lord, you will laugh at their silly ideas as a person laughs at dreams in the morning. Then I realized that my heart was bitter and I was all torn up inside. I was so foolish and ignorant. I must have seemed like a senseless animal to you. Yet I still belong to you. You hold my right hand. 
you guide me with your counsel, leading me to a glorious destiny. Whom have I in heaven but you? I desire you more than anything on earth. My health may fail and my spirit may grow weak, but God remains the strength of my heart. He is mine forever. Those who desert him will perish, for you destroy those who abandoned you. But as for me, how good it is to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my shelter, and I will tell everyone about the wonderful things you do. Oh, what an awesome psalm. So to, to those that are saving, to those that are going through, and to those that are looking at those that are wealthy, you know, they may have a lot of stuff going on, a lot of money and things, but you have the greatest gift because you have eternal life. You have Jesus. And God would that we, you know, uh, would not, perish, but God would that we also would prosper and be in health. You know, salvation is prosperity, meaning nothing broken, nothing missing. Salvation is prosperity. And if you lock yourself into God's kingdom, you will be successful. I mean, there are people that say, I don't believe in tithing. It was in the Old Testament. But trust me, it is in the old and is also in the new. And you cannot beat God's kingdom. He says, trust me and see that I will not open a windows of heaven for you by just giving God the tenth that he requires from us. You can do more with 90% than with 100% stealing from God. And, and, and this is not the case in all believers or all Christians that are having struggles financially, but a lot of times it starts with the finances and people don't want to say, I can't afford to pay tithes, but they cannot afford not to because you can do more with 90 than you can with 100. But ASAP here declares that uh, his confidence was going to be in God. There are two strong themes when their ways through these verses. It says, number one, the wicked prosper, leaving godly people wondering why they bother to be good. And the wealth of the wicked looks so inviting that faithful people may wish they could trade places with them. But these two themes come to unexpected ends. For the wealth of the wicked suddenly loses its power at death. And the rewards for the godless suddenly take on eternal value. What seemed like wealth is now waste. And what seemed, seemed worthless now lasts forever. Don't wish you could trade places with the unscrupulous and greedy people to get their earthly wealth. One day they will wish they could trade places with you and have your eternal wealth. 
Ah, think about that. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask for forgiveness for anything I might have done out of your, out of your will that would hinder this prayer. Lord, I thank God for the ability and the, 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 the access that we have to enter into the most holy of holies to obtain help and grace in the time of need. Lord, I'm coming in on behalf of those tonight that might be going through financially, going through with their health, in need of a job, employment, whatever the situation, we are lifting them up, standing in the gap. Let them not grow weary in doing good, but let them hold on to God's unchanging hand and not to focus on the wealth of the wicked and how they are accomplishing, but that they would put their total trust in kingdom principles and in your principle. God, you would that all of us would prosper, be in good health, even as our soul prospereth. So God, today we're lifting up leaders of nations, we are lifting up our local president, our local mayors and governors. God, we're lifting up leaders of pastors and churches. God, we are praying for unity that you will continue to unite us. Make us one. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Jesus is the common denominator. He is the one that died on the cross for all of us. Oh, there might be error in various denominations or but the, the common denominator is Jesus. So God, today we're praying for restoration, our local assembly. We are praying for our assistant pastor, for our ministerial staff. We are praying for those that are on our prayer list, God. God, today we lift up Nina, continuing to heal and deliver and make her whole. We are praying for Daryl. We are praying for for Tyrone. We are praying for Joyce Thompson. Lord, we are praying for all those that are battling all manner of sicknesses and disease. God, we are coming against the spirit of abortion, rape, murder, assault. We are praying, oh God, that robbers and rapers will be apprehended. Lord, we are praying for the babies in the womb, God. We are coming against depression and we are praying that people shall live. We are coming against suicide. People shall live and not die, declare the works of the Lord. We're praying for the first responders, our caregivers, God. We're praying for those that have lost loved ones. Sustain them, comfort them, be with them. Oh, in the name of Jesus. We're praying for the peace of Jerusalem. We're praying for war-torn areas. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Those nations that are battling war, comfort, be with them. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we're praying that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, we are praying for our children. We are praying for our children's children. We are praying that our children, none of them will die and go to hell, but they will all come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ and live for him and serve him. We pray for our community. We are praying for our neighbors. Oh God, we are blessing and praying for our enemies, oh God. Oh, we thank you. Lord, let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, my Redeemer, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.
continuing my teaching and trusting God. Trusting God. Our scripture text is found in Proverbs chapter 3. And it starts at verse 6. And it's an old familiar scripture. We've heard it many a times. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. It didn't say maybe or you wish that he would. It says, and he shall direct their paths. Trust in the Lord, meaning to rely on, have confidence in. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not. In other words, don't lean on your <laughs> self but lean on him that he will direct your path. Last week, we were sharing with you how we are not on your pain, not on your chaos, but keep your focus on God perfect. People will let you down, but we can totally trust God. Have is in what Jesus did on the cross. Your sin required death. It required your faith in Jesus. Does not require a list of good deeds to earn good standing with God. You could never achieve what it takes to be in God's presence. So a perfect sinless Savior did what you could not. Hallelujah. You can trust in this salvation because it is dependent on something Jesus has already accomplished. And that is the fact that he died on the cross for you and for me. Trust in God brings blessings. Trust in God brings blessing. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Jeremiah 17 and 7. The verses before this one describes what it is like for those who trust in people. The result is not prosperity, but difficulty. Humans are prone to mistakes and failures, just like you, just like me. A human is an unstable being to put your trust in. With God, you can have confidence and his trustworthiness. He has never let you down. Even if it felt like it for a time. He has been faithful and consistent. 
since before time began. He is worthy of confidence because he has never made a mistake. He has never lost sight of his plan for you. The next point, look to the promise of heaven. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 18. The Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Paul was the author of this verse. In this letter, this follower of Jesus was telling his young apprentice about one of the numerous hardships that he was going through. Paul knew no matter what torture, imprisonment, or harassment he might face, the Lord was on his side. The Lord would help him face every circumstance. Paul put his trust in God when the world let him down. He, he knew that in difficulty, he could look to the promise of heaven because he trusted in Jesus. He did not have to get worried because of the difficult things he went through. Neither do you. God cares about how you have been wronged. He will take care of you in these or in those times. Do not let them distract you. Keep your eyes on him. Keep your eyes on him. So the key is keep your focus on God and not what you are facing and not what you are going with. As Paul said to Timothy, he knew that his time was approaching and his time was at hand. But he said to Timothy, I fought a good fight and I kept the faith. So I'm encouraging you tonight or this morning, keep the faith. Don't give up on God and God will not give up on you. Don't give up on God and God will not give up on you. Continue to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. In the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor will not be in vain. So tonight I'm going to end there with uh, the teaching and open up the opportunity for someone out there to accept Jesus as your personal Savior. You might be listening, driving along in your automobiles, or you might be at home and ran across this station. And you've never been told or been offered the opportunity or have been shared the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And the good news in the gospel of Jesus Christ is that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So tonight or this morning, if you would like to accept Jesus as your personal Savior, invite him to come and live on the inside of you, repeat this prayer after me. 
Father God, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for me. You were buried and you rose on the third day in order that I might be saved. Jesus, come live on the inside of me. Wash me with your blood. Justify me. Purify me. Write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord. Be my Master and my Savior. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. To the backslider, all you need to do is confess your sins and ask God to restore unto you his joy of his salvation back into your life. Ask the Lord to put clapping in your hands and running in your feet. Abba Father is waiting for you. Your brothers and sisters in Christ are waiting for you. The, angel, the angels in heaven are now rejoicing for those that accepted Jesus as your personal Savior. Let someone know that you accepted Jesus tonight. And always remember to let someone know that Jesus is Lord.